Please join me in prayer. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. What we hear in the news and for praying the prayer of the people that Pastor Edwin prayed with us today, it is no surprise to anyone that our world is in need of some serious healing. Everywhere you look seems to be acts of violence, political battles, people who are anxious and depressed and afraid. They're worn out. As we continue our series of scent this morning, we dig into Peter's gift of healing. And now the story in chapter three begins in a way that many days probably began. Peter and John are walking into the temple for prayer, and the prayer that happened here happened three times a day, every single day. As they enter, there is a man who is crippled or lame from birth, begging outside the gates of the temple. Now he, or the people who laid him there, are honestly very smart business people. Even though this man doesn't have any status, he has positioned himself right outside the beautiful gate because he assumes, and probably rightfully so, that the beautifully gated temple probably has money with people who will give money inside and out. Does this sound familiar at all? The man isn't ill-intentioned, but he needs to somehow earn a living because his circumstances at birth have made it very, very difficult to live in this society. So this is where he has chosen to sit. Now you can imagine his surprise when the man is offered something other than money. Peter calls on the name of Jesus to heal him and the very next beat, he follows them into the temple courts, walking and leaping and praising God. This in itself is truly a miracle. But what really strikes me is where this man is during this whole experience. He sits outside the table, the temple, while he begs for his life to change. He's not actually a part of the worshiping community. He isn't invited to come in and pray, and it seems as though no one even looks at him in the eye until Peter comes and does that. But when he follows Peter and John into the temple after this miracle happens, it's more than just a physical healing that takes place. That could have been demonstrated in simply walking, but this man is filled with the Holy Spirit. That's when the leaping and the praising of God comes in. This sort of spiritual healing must accompany the physical healing. We in this world, we heal outwardly. We heal with money, with food, with clothing, all of these things that are important to life, but spiritual healing at the same time is what brings true fullness of life in the way God intended it. 
I remember a time early on in my ministry here when I had the opportunity to talk with a ministry coach for about an hour every month. She suggested that being new to ministry, I could benefit from reading about and adopting a time management method called My Rhythmic Week. The idea is that there must be a balance between when we answer emails, when we take time to get a bird's eye view of our ministry. And so I have always been a new planner, means a new life kind of girl. And I was starting to feel slightly overwhelmed in my life. And so this method thrilled me. This new planner, this new way of planning my life, that is going to solve my problems. So I started doing it. I started mapping out my rhythmic week, planning which times of the day that I would spend with people, which times I would spend planning or studying, which time I spent at home. So this was definitely going to be the answer to all my problems. As I'm sure you can imagine, that calendar did not, in fact, solve all my problems. I'll admit that it was really helpful in a lot of ways, but the underlying anxiety and overwhelmed feeling that I felt remained. In a lot of the ways, I was standing outside the doors of the church. I was looking for something physical to fix my problems. When it turns out, I misjudged what the problem even was. I didn't have to do a new and improved way of organizing my life. What it did have to do with was the fact that I was probably not spending as much time in prayer and scripture as I ought to have been. And so the hopes and the purpose of all the other areas of my life were hidden. I may have gained a little bit of balance, but I was still feeling spiritually empty. I'm sure each of us could, could list different problems to fix in our lives and in the world. If only work wasn't so demanding, if only we could get that law passed, if we could only agree on anything, really, maybe just even one thing. The thing is, is that all of these problems need healing. In order to move our world and our personal lives in a direction that seems closer to the way it was created to be, we do have to take those little steps. But when people start to feel hopeless is when the little steps taken every day seem like they aren't going to change anything. Have you felt that hopeless feeling in our world at all? That is why the healing of this crippled man is not done by Peter. It's done by God through Peter. When Peter walks into the temple, he's almost sassy about it. People come running over and he replies, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness, we have made this man walk? He's basically saying, you think that humans can do this all by themselves? You think that this man is praising God because of what I did, how great I am? Truth is that we can mend bones, we can fix systems of oppression all day, but if there is no spiritual healing occurring at the same time, 
we will continue to fall into the same patterns over and over again as society and as individuals. This man's true healing came from inclusion inside the doors, not sitting outside of them. You have been brought into this community of believers. The true head of this church, Jesus Christ, took you by hand, lifted you up, and showed you this life. Faith, hope, wisdom, they're presented to you in so many ways. You have a community that supports you when you struggle. You are comforted by the truth that God is always present with you and working together for your good. You have a first-hand glimpse at the way that the Holy Spirit guides people in this world to do incredible things. You have been welcomed inside the most beautiful gate. And I'm not talking just about this building, I'm talking about God's unfailing love. And that is what our world needs for healing. You know that there's hope. You know that when this situation looks bleak, our God, the creator of the universe, has the power to change the world. You know that there's love more powerful than anything offered to all who want it. By being welcomed in this gate, maybe by a friend or a family member, by a call from God, you know what spiritual healing can do. You've gotten to experience that. And so what do we do when we've experienced what that hope and healing looks like? Peter demonstrates next steps. The first is accepting your own belonging in this family of faith. You belong here. All that is offered by God is offered to you. All the love, the hope, the peace, the comfort, strength, the list goes on. You belong in this community of faith. The second is holding tightly to that hope and spreading it in the world. People do really get tired of the doom and the gloom, but sometimes they don't know that there's more offered in that life, in this life. You do. You know that there's more offered. And so the third is physically inviting people into our own gates, into the gates of God's love. All people, even the people who don't think themselves worthy enough to look you in your eyes when you pass, Peter did that and his spirit was transformed. Friends, we need physical healing, but we are a people whose lives are not created to work right without the spiritual. God's healing power is a gift that we're all invited into. And so the question is, will you enter the gates if you haven't already? Will you welcome someone who is wandering and wandering? Will you, how will you experience God's love, bringing hope into this world? Because we need more walking and leaping and praising God. Amen.